Welcome to Element Pods, where we start the conversation of how God is moving in your life. Hey, thanks for joining us. Parker and Josh here to continue this podcast talking about Jesus. And our experience of Jesus today has a lot to do with the church. And what we wanted to do this morning was lean into what the church is, what it's supposed to look like, and how it um, how it is God moving in the world. So Josh, can you kind of pick up on that? You know, when when we see the church, we tend to just see how the media portrays the church, how our society portrays the church. And to be quite honest with you, it it doesn't always have the best figure publicly. Right. And uh, sometimes it's because people are out to attack the church. But I'll be quite honest with you that many times the church gets it wrong and the church presents itself in a, in a, in a light that is just unloving to be quite honest and there's nothing more damaging to the to um to the testimony of who jesus was is who god is than how the church loves each other how the church loves people on the inside people on the outside yeah loves people who agree with them and loves people who disagrees with them yeah (laughs) it's everything and and it's something uh, you know, in, in all the years that I've been serving the church, being called to love and serve the yeah. church um, is the reason that I am so passionate about um, how the world sees the bride of Christ. You know, the Bible describes yeah. a church as the bride of Christ. And um, I, I really want us to think about the the pairing of how the church is displayed to the world and I think it's directly connected to um, to their understanding of grace awesome so to God obviously has a plan for the church um, humans are obviously imperfect can you kind of speak to what God's intentions were for the church and um, what his intentions are for the church today and for the future um, and kind of redirecting that path I, I think from the the storyline of what the media is maybe saying about the church or whatever can you speak to what god is calling the church to be well there's a there's a beautiful parable in matthew there's a parable of this unmerciful servant and um the way this the story goes is there's a guy that has an incredible debt basically a debt that's impossible for him to repay he goes to his debtor and and says begs for mercy says hey i've got nothing i can't even make a payment on this Mm. Um, the the man who held the note that that was the debt collector looked at this person and said, "You know what? I have every right to to punish you, uh, to bring to rain down like horrible, horrible yeah, situations life, upon yeah. you." And he goes, "But I choose not to. Your debt is forgiven." Hmm. And you could imagine the weight lifted from that individual right. as he left. But here's what happened. This individual walked out, and it says it that they saw someone that had a very minute, a small debt, like pocket change, like, hey, I bought you a soda last week. Why haven't you paid me back? Yeah. That kind of level of debt, right? And he grabs this individual, threatens them with their life, and throws his family in prison over this minute debt. Yeah. And when I listen to that parable, I see the church. 
because we are the one that's had this huge debt forgiven. We, we walked in before God saying our debt load is overwhelming. There is nothing we can do about the condition of the sin of our heart. We are at your mercy. Please, please do not judge harshly. And God in all of his compassion paid the debt with the life of his son Mm. and said, I choose to cover this. And so this is where the church steps in. The church should be a beautiful reflection of that mercy and that grace. And and just like that, that servant should have left uh, that debt rejoicing and full of grace for anyone around. It would only make sense, right? because when when the the original debt holder found out that that servant had been unmerciful, he was enraged. He was like, "Man, how dare you? Why couldn't you? I showed you such mercy, such grace. How could you do this to your your yeah. fellow fellow man?" Yeah. And so I picture God looking at the church, mm-hmm. and now He's going, "Don't you see that I have." I have, I've been shoveling grace and mercy and favor from a mountaintop like a crazed man with a huge yeah. shovel, yeah. issuing it out to humanity. And here you are picking and choosing who is worthy to receive my grace. Yeah, one of the things that I think I see in that is like, we, you know, I hear these stories from students where they feel this forgiveness from God and they hear the gospel and they respond to it and they receive that forgiveness and they're set free. Yet they have these friends who have done them wrong. And they are still pushing the guilt on them or not texting them back, but leaving the red receipt, you know, and like yeah. letting, letting them so know, dirty, so you know, dirty. Yeah, like <laughs> letting them know that they should feel ashamed. But it's like, that's what you're talking about. And, and to capitalize on that whole idea, um, you, you said something really powerful the other day about how it really comes down to two things, love and hate. Mm. And, it, and that's true for that student in that situation who's still pushing shame on their friend. Yeah. But it's also true for the church. Can you like just kind of wrap it up talking about that? Yeah. Any time that we see the church um, under any person under the banner of the church yeah. behaving in a way, and it's very easy to see, you can recognize hateful action. You can see it from a mile away. Yeah, sure. Like you need to know that, that that motivation does not come from the same spirit of the Christ that died upon the cross. Yeah, right. That is not right. the church. Right. Uh, you know, the the church is not picket lines mm-hmm. and yelling at people and, and casting judgment and finger pointing. Everywhere I see in Scripture the way that I saw Jesus behave, Jesus put himself next to sinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't point fingers at them. He yeah. put himself next to yeah. them. And and that's the, that's the place where I hope... You, you students or you listener, as you listen to this, that you'll find yourself driven by the grace of God to put yourself in love mm-hmm. next to those that need to experience the grace yeah. of our Savior. Yeah, and that's like a super tangible checkpoint of any situation that you're going into, um, whether it be with friends or whether it be with family or whatever, um, to say, is this motivated out of hate? Yeah. Or is this motivated out of love? And love doesn't mean just like pushover, like softy. Like love can be tender, but love can Mm -hmm. also be tough, you know, to have hard conversations or to say, hey, what you did really hurt me. I'm not coming at you with a hateful heart there. I'm coming at you with, 
I want to fix this relationship. And that's ultimately a heart of love. And honestly, that's why Jesus came to this planet was to fix the relationship, right? Yeah. So, so if, it, you're having a, if you're having a hard time sitting down, gr- wrapping your mind around this, man, take a minute to sit down with your coach, student, sit down, have a conversation, pray over uh, what you need to fully understand so that you fully understand grace. We want to encourage you to do that. Awesome. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for tuning in to Element Pots. Make sure you subscribe to this feed for future conversations about God at work in your life.